Welcome everybody to On Podcast, the On Microsoft Podcast, where we talk about Microsoft stuff on a podcast. I am joined with the world's greatest co-host today, Arif Bacchus. I'm Kareem Anderson, and we're going to be walking you through uh, some news right before the long U.S. holiday weekend. Uh, we got tons of Windows and hardware news to talk about uh, this week. So uh, just to get into it, we have Windows 11 uh, launch was finally announced. Uh, we'll, know, we'll, know, we'll talk about that and how soon it's coming up. And then um, there's also no Android app support in that, by the way, if you're wondering. So if you just turned up the podcast, we don't. We don't. We don't. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but we do have something uh, for our second topic to talk about, which is Microsoft breaking Windows 11 entirely for like every Windows insider who installed the most recent build. And if it's still broken for you, we have a fix that we want to talk about. So for those of you who couldn't even watch the podcast right now, <laughs> we'll leave it up on YouTube so you can watch it later. Uh, uh, in addition to that, we also have the Windows Insider uh, unsupported hardware controversy to discuss, and Microsoft just keeps making it harder and harder for us to understand who will be using Windows 11 and who will not. And you're the Surface guy, and there's Surface news coming on September 22nd. Yeah, we got some, uh, we got some hope for new hardware, lots of new hardware, actually. This could be... Uh, an event on par when, when I think they were, uh, released the Lumia 950. I think they had like six devices to run through that, that event. So I think we're, we're getting up to four or five all in one big event. And then we are, we're skipping our fast recap this week because it's a holiday weekend and we want to get you out of here as soon as possible so you could go back to your barbecues and your family gathering. So no fast recap and we're going straight to week ahead. And for the week ahead, we have some more Windows Insider news, uh, some news about a Microsoft digital event and something about Minecraft as well. Yeah. Uh, with that being said, let's just get into it and get you guys back to your weekend. Uh the Windows 11 launch uh, is now official. Microsoft is commencing that it will be October 5th, uh, and that with the launch of uh, uh, Windows 11, uh, those of us who kind of bought into the whole Android App Store situation will have to wait a little bit longer. Uh, the new plan of attack they're going to have, where they're going to test it out over the coming months, meaning between now and December, insiders will have a chance to try it out. I'm not holding my breath for it. I presume we'll probably see some testing in late November for it, and maybe they'll roll it out with some kind of spring update. Uh, you know, they kind of did the two update system for Windows, so we may go back to that, and in the spring, maybe we'll get Android support. But uh, as of now, uh, anybody who's on the beta uh, release of Windows 11, if you're an insider, that's pretty much what we're going to be getting uh, come uh, October 5th. So if you are still a little irked by some UI, uh, inconsistencies like myself and probably Paul Rod and all the rest of us Windows insiders, uh, you're going to have to live with that. Unfortunately, there will not be this massive last minute uh, at midnight uh, update that comes out that fixes everything that we are, we're all hoping for for this one big launch. Uh, I mean, as you can kind of attest to, Eric, they've done a, a lot of work. Yep. Uh, I don't want to discredit that at all. It's, it's a massive undertaking. Uh, Windows is always a living operating system, so we'll continue to see updates and can you see features added to it and things like that? But uh, for those of you who were hoping for a, a big Sir-esque type of rollout, we're getting what we're getting. And most of us have already had it for a while now. And speaking of rollout, since this is a, a big major Windows update, it should work the same way that previous 
Windows 10 featured updates have worked. So just because they said it's hitting uh, general availability on October 5th, it doesn't mean that you will necessarily get in on October 5th. Um, They're taking a phased and measured approach to rolling out Windows 11. So you'll see a focus on quality where you won't experience bugs if um, when it's time to install Windows 11. They're basically rolling rolling it out first to new PCs, I'm assuming from this year and maybe the year before and the year before that. And then everyone else should have Windows 11 by mid-2022, according to Microsoft. And they're using their own metrics in this decision on when to push Windows 11 to your device. Uh, They're considering your hardware eligibility, reliability metrics, and the age of your device. So again, uh, Windows 11 has hit general availability, will hit general availability on October 5th, but it doesn't mean that you will have it by then. But if you do want to get it, you could actually join the Windows Insider program, and there is some news about that as well. Yeah, just to kind of backtrack for one quick second about the rollout, uh, this isn't new. Uh, yeah. We've had the, this type of rollout with uh, Windows 10 specifically, where they staggered the release uh, based on uh, device uh, eligibility, upgradeability, uh, and specs as well. Um, and I think this was a sort of mini controversy at the time as well uh, for people who had uh, bought Windows 8 devices and were looking to go to Windows 10 and uh, some of them couldn't do it just because even though it was only a, a two-year gap between the device uh, uh, specs or whatnot. So uh, again, Microsoft just kind of going back to the playbook that worked best in order to get Windows 10 to where it is today. Uh, and then uh, one other thing, too, we had, which was um, uh, mentioning that we won't be getting the Android store. Yeah. But uh, we are getting, uh, I believe, a placeholder for Windows Subsystem for Android was spotted in the Microsoft Store recently. So we are inching closer to testing that out. So, um, like, like I said, probably between the next three and a half months or so, uh, we'll be getting it. Um, Again, I would also hold my breath on this as well because in reality, as, as cool as it sounds, I don't know how practical it'll be. And you know, if, if, if it's still not a big sell on a Chromebook with Android, I don't know how much more of a sell it's going to be on a Windows PC with Android. But we should be getting it soon, I think, for us insiders. Walking Cat was the one who mentioned that there was a placeholder for that on the Microsoft Store. So it seems like they're internally testing it, but they're not ready to roll it out just yet. Well, the functionality is also based on what Amazon does because it's basically copy and pasting what the Amazon Store does. And I believe they are probably in the process of updating to Android 11, maybe 12, uh, with whatever kind of uh, tweaks they need to make for their own internal uh, usage. And once that's done ironed out, tested, then Microsoft can take that basically that code and bring it over to the store. So, uh, you know, this is all dependent. And I believe Android will probably roll out uh, Android 12. Or I mean, Google will probably roll out Android 12 when they do their pixels um, line up in October. So I would, ex- I would suspect that we'll start getting previews of it in late October. And one more note about this Windows 11 thing. If you find yourself unable to run or upgrade to Windows 11, Microsoft keeps mentioning that, quote-unquote, Windows 10 is still the right choice. So if you can upgrade to Windows 11, come October 5th, stay on Windows 10, because it will still be supported through October 2025. 
That is absolutely correct. There's nothing wrong with Windows 10. Uh, and uh, Windows 10, Windows Insider Program, uh, get us into the problems that Microsoft did where they basically broke Windows 11 for every Windows Insider out there. Yeah. Um, so for those of you still on Windows 10 who are uh, frustrated about not getting into Windows 11, thank your lucky <laughs> stars. You didn't do it at least yesterday because uh, many of us, like idiots rushed out and grabbed the most recent build. And they had warned us, you know, with all due respect, there was uh, a note in, I believe, the uh, dev version mm -hmm. saying that there is a, a bug uh, related to the start menu, or yeah, the taskbar, so apologies, the taskbar. Um, you know, they always warn us about lots of stuff. And for the most part, it doesn't affect most people. But this one in particular broke the taskbar. Uh, for those of you upgrading to, I believe, uh, I don't know if I have the exact build number on here, uh, but yesterday's build, the most recent build for both the beta and the dev channel releases, uh, once you upgraded and reset your device, when you came back, unless you're like me, um, who clears out his entire desktop, I don't have icons, I don't have folders, anything, it's just a clear, clean backdrop, uh, you were greeted with a desktop that didn't have a taskbar. In my instance, I had nothing. I, I had no <laughs> way of knowing that it was working or not working. I just, I had a blank wallpaper, basically. And with that being said, you can't click into any menus uh, to get started on doing any type of uh, interactions with the with the GUI system, essentially. Uh, so it was very frustrating, a little worrisome. Um, I ran to Twitter on my phone, like, you know, most good insiders do. And I believe Zach Bowden uh, started uh, highlighting the issue. And he also, there were people in the comment section of that uh, tweet thread that were pointing to a Reddit user who had also started uh, collecting, coalescing responses uh, about 200 or so at the time. I mean, it was like the first hour or so that I got into it. They'd already had 200 responses saying that their systems were also experiencing the exact same thing. Um, we don't know what caused it, but Microsoft eventually came out about two and a half, three hours later with the response. And they, they fortunately also had a, a fix as well. Uh, it wasn't just like, oh, we know it's broken, please don't use it. It was, we know it's broken, please don't use it. But if you have, uh, <laughs> you can do uh, a, a set of six steps or so using the command prompt to get back to where you need to. Uh, I think you tried it, right? Worked for yeah, you? Yeah, um, they, they were saying to use command prompt. And basically, let me check my notes here to tell you what they said. They, it was basically involving using control alt delete and opening task manager then using task manager to run a new task and open command prompt and then um, turn off the iris service and then reboot your system and after you did that reboot and you entered that command it would have re uh, put you back to where you were where you had full control of the desktop and the start menu and everything else and basically everything back to normal and i tried that on three of my systems Systems and it worked, but on one other system, it didn't work. And there was a whole bunch of other workarounds. One of them was change the date. Another one was to create a local profile and use that local profile. And then another one was to try and roll back via Windows Update. There was a lot of different ways to fix this, and some of them worked, some of them didn't work. But we suggest that if you're still having problems, to use the Microsoft fix and to use the um, Control-Alt-Delete task manager 
and um, command prompt fix to try and get it back. And I know you you had the problem, and we were messaging back and forth when we were rushing to cover this about which way is right and which way is not right. Yeah, it was a, it was a huge mess. But I know you did some digging today, and it could quite have been caused by a Microsoft Teams ad. Yeah, uh, individual who writes for uh, Control Blog, I believe. Uh, his name is Daniel Alec Alexander Alexander Alexandrian, Alexanderson. yeah, Alexanderson, I believe. And I apologize if I'm saying that incorrectly. Please let me know. Write it to me phonetically on Twitter, and I'll, I'll <laughs> make the changes and adjust it. Um, but he's saying that basically uh, it was a uh, embedded ad, essentially, that would prompt people to you know use or engage with Teams uh, app that crashed uh, the system and it was on the server side. So it's not necessarily uh, something that came in through the update itself, but that Microsoft servers when connected to the update uh, would trigger this and it would trigger it across the board for any systems that had this particular update. Uh, so, uh, and I believe more specifically, uh, it was a serialized uh, JSON blob that was the problem. Yeah. Uh, and again, this is his speculation through his investigation. This isn't Microsoft officially announcing what the issue was, but uh, based on what he breaks down, and we have it, you know, we have a write up about it, and we linked to his blog as well that we suggest you guys also read if you want, you know, if you're a developer or anybody that's interested in that kind of stuff, to read all the specific details. I'm just kind of giving you the high level. Um, but based on his investigation of it, it makes a lot of sense. Uh, I think you saying, quote, uh, as I take a closer look at what got downloaded and caused the Windows desktop shell to reach the shell, again, to become unresponsive, the problem wasn't caused by an update delivered through the Windows update. That would have been more understandable. Instead, it was caused by a small file downloaded by a Windows component called Iris Server, which you mentioned uh, a second yep. ago. Iris is a part of Windows Spotlight, the being wallpaper of the day, and tips, promotions, suggestions on the lock screen. Based on the Microsoft-provided workaround, I narrowed the problem down to a registry key that contained a serialized JSON block the block contained an advertisement for Microsoft Teams. The messaging uh, and imagery in the promotions were identical to the panel you would get when you press the Windows Plus uh, Control or Windows Plus C key on a Windows account not already set up with Teams. It's unclear if this is an expected promotion or an exact promotion, however. So, like I said, he you know this is part of Microsoft's push to get uh, I believe what uh, Paul Thrott calls advertisement in Windows 10. <laughs> I think it's just promotions of their own stuff. I mean semantics uh and it may have brought down windows so you know we always joke about how teams is a priority for them maybe too much <laughs> at the moment right now maybe they need to dial it back and let you know windows breathe a little bit there's a saying that in history uh, that we learned and it's like the shot heard around the world now this is the ad heard around the world that basically crashed windows right yes this is going to give anybody who is an anti Windows having ads advocate or a proponent more fuel to the fire. Like not only uh, is it annoying and an invasion of privacy, depending on how you, know, how you view it, but it can break the system. So Microsoft, you just shot yourself in the foot. Uh, <laughs> let's put the gun away for right now and, and think about what we just did. I don't think you could put the gun away just yet because there's still some <laughs> more controversy to get through, which is the whole third topic about the Windows Insider program and unsupported hardware. Now, if you've been keeping up with Windows 11 news, uh, like we said at the top of the show, Windows 11 is hitting general availability on October 5th. And with that date, that means that if you were 
beta testing Windows 11 on unsupported hardware through the Windows Insider dev channel. Microsoft doesn't want you to do that anymore. They want you to go buy a new PC and to get up to date with with, with your system, right? So right, what easy. they're put they're pushing messaging through Windows Update itself. We'll have the image on the screen. It's a little box that's telling you that your PC is no longer supported and that you need to downgrade back to Windows 10. So it's uh, pretty much some bad news for Windows insiders who've been testing builds for the last six years. Now they're all of a sudden left out if they don't have Intel 8th gen or Intel 7th gen or AMD Ryzen and the whole TPM and the whole secure boot thing ready to go on their PCs. Yeah, I think we'd be remiss if we didn't mention that our own editor-in-chief, Kip, had to actually go back and forth with, um, I believe it's Brandon, Brandon the the Bonker, on Twitter, and I'm sure you guys find the thread somewhere where they had to, you know, he was explaining that in the details, uh, Kip was explaining in the details of what was originally in the blog, it makes no mention of any of this stuff. Uh, it yep. was very vague about it. Uh, and so, uh, you know, Microsoft has since then come back and kind of given more details about uh, how this is going to roll out. Because again, previously they just kind of said like, hey, you know, you're you're free to test it, but you just won't be supported versus we're going to kick you off. You know, those are two very distinct uh, outcomes. And the going to kick you off thing was, you know, it's going to be upsetting for a lot of people, as you mentioned, uh, especially if you've been testing Windows 10 and 11 so far. There's no reason why you should be kicked off, uh, really. Uh, again, unsupported, totally understandable. Kicked off, very different thing. And this also means that technically, uh, in the like you said, in the thread that uh, Kip had with Brandon, you could still stay on Windows 11 up until October 5th. But after that point, you will no longer get any cumulative updates or security updates, and your PC will be a threat uh, for for all these hackers and this uh, bugs and other issues that come up with using Windows 11, Windows day-to-day while it's unsupported. So you could stay on it up until October 5th, but after October 5th, you have to go back to Windows 10 one way or another. And this is only about the dev channel, just to be clear. They haven't really mentioned anything about the beta channel, and that's something that Kip and I were going back and forth about. This whole situation is yet another mess for Microsoft. They need to find a way to come clean and to clean it up and explain here is if if you're on dev channel, this is what you need to do. If you're on beta channel, this is what you need to do and and set it straight because a lot of people seem to be confused right now about what's what really is going on. Well, I think I think they need to take some time to separate the oh, look at the cool rounded corners and you know uh, <laughs> inbox know. apps to right. you know do the boring stuff of explaining the security upgrades that are beneficial. And that are or could be detrimental to, to people's usage. So, if you know exactly why and how secure it's supposed to be, then you'd be more forgiving on like, okay, why this is why I can't upgrade to it. Right now, it seems like it should work just fine uh, after October fifth or whatever. So it doesn't make sense to people. But if you tell them these are the security protocols that come with the code, and you know, Windows ten doesn't have them. The way Windows ten is currently written, this is you know why we can't do what we need to do with it. Uh, so this is why we're going to have to kick you back down to it. This is where you're fully fully supported, fully protected for these things in Windows 10. And we're trying to get people in Windows 11 protected for those things and more. So, you know, it's 
not as flashy. It's not as cool to have a, uh, an event about that. Uh, panels probably doesn't get pumped about that kind of stuff, but <laughs> I, I think it's necessary for Microsoft's messaging to keep hammering that uh, up until October 5th so people understand uh, why they're going to have to go back down to Windows uh, 10. You mentioned panels there, and for our fourth topic, we're hopping over to Panos's favorite thing, which is Surface. And Microsoft officially came out and announced there would be a Microsoft event on September 22nd. And if you look at the teaser image very carefully, you will see that there is a type cover and there is a Surface with the kickstand extended out. So does that mean we're getting a Surface Pro 8 finally? Yeah, uh, I mean, I want to I want to put on my like Apple hat where people are kind of like <laughs> trying to read the tea leaves in these messages, and but Microsoft is pretty straightforward with this. There's there's nothing to to kind of misconstrue about this. We're going to either get an update to the uh, Pro lineup, which includes the Pro X or the Surface Pro Seven, uh, moving to eight, uh, or we're going to get a Surface Go uh, because those are all three of the same exact form factor. Uh, the only difference is that in this image, it looks like it's a pretty large device. It could be perspective. It could just be a zoom in on the Surface Go 3. Uh, but either way, we're at least getting one of those detachables uh, uh, upgraded uh, this year. And I would, you know, I was in the comment section earlier uh, during another podcast, the Windows Central podcast, and asking about if they skip the Pro 7 because we got this Pro 7 Plus as an upgrade in January, but I was reminded that it is a business device. So yeah. really, uh, even though consumers could purchase it, it's a business device. Uh, consumers haven't had an upgrade for the pro uh, pro lineup in over in over a year and a half, I think. So it's due. And now the hope is, do we get the design from the Pro X uh, this year for the Pro? Do they round out the corners? Do they make it thinner? Uh, is there any way to do a, you know, are they gonna do the i5 fanless version again this year? Uh, they upgraded the LTE, or they bring in 5G in there. Uh, they finally reducing the bezels because people have been begging for it. Uh, do they, you know, uh, strengthen the kickstand? Uh, you know, all of these things uh, would make for a great reveal uh, on the 22nd. And there's still a bunch of other stuff that we didn't oh, yeah, get, to get, get which is that. the yeah. which is the rumored uh, Surface Laptop Pro, quote unquote, because that's apparently what they're thinking of calling it, according to Windows Central, with the RTX graphics and the new iPad Pro kind of like keyboard thing that's going on. So that's another thing that we could expect. And then also Surface Duo 2, which uh, we talked about last week, which appeared on Geekbench, and where we saw the mock-ups and the, the leaked, um, what is it, a leaked hardware model or a leaked sample unit or whatever it was? Where I, they I, had... want say I want to say it's a leaked sample unit that yeah. had the, uh, the camera pump. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So again, those are two other things to think about. And then you hinted about the Gold 3, which also appeared on Geekbench and appeared on Geekbench again today on the day we're filming it, which is September 3rd. So again, it it seems like we're definitely getting a couple of things here. We're getting the Surface Gold 3. We're getting the Surface Dual 2. We're getting a refresh Surface Book model, which could be called the Surface Laptop Pro. And we might be getting a Surface Pro 8 as the surprise. Yeah. And I mean, not to mention, uh, there's still the Surface Laptop Go. Yeah. That, uh, you know, debuted last year. Last year. And, you know, to keep pace with Chromebooks, they may introduce uh, the same exact model with a cheaper price and a better processor, uh, keep everything the same, or they may 
make some tweaks to it uh, and still hopefully ideally keep the price the same or not lower. So again, as I mentioned earlier, we have a laundry list of service devices that could show up. Uh, we could have as many as I think it's six, like I said, Laptop Go, Pro, Pro X, Duo 2, uh, Laptop Pro, uh, and the various, uh, uh, and, the, and the laptop, what did I say? There's one other one. But <laughs> we could have all of those, or we could have none of those. We could have just the Duo 2 maybe, and then they say, we'll wait for the stuff the rest of the year. Um, we also don't know if they're even just going to do a Surface Book 4. I know that Windows Central has got everyone kind of keeping their eyes on this new Pro model or something, but they could just come around and surprise everybody with uh, a beefier processor, a uh, streamlined, more design for the for what they've already been working on for the past four years, and just go with the Surface uh, Book 4 and call it a day. I have the feeling that this event will end up being like the one, the last event that they had before the pandemic hit, where they revealed the Surface Duo and then also the Neo and then the Surface Laptop. Uh, I think yeah, it was Surface Laptop 2 or was it a 3? No, it was a 3 and the Surface Earbud. So I, for some reason, oh, I have, yeah. a, fe- yeah, I have a feeling that this is going to be a very big event. They're due for some upgrades to the earbuds. Uh, upgrades to the to the headphones as well. So, I mean, it could be a very packed event. Hopefully, you know, we're all hoping for. Uh, why not go spend some more money this year? And that said, that is our last uh, main topic, which means this is time now for week ahead. Yeah, we uh, we have some information as we were kind of talking. This is very Windows heavy podcast this day. Uh, we have a divide in the Windows Insider program, uh, and it's, I think it's as devs move back to the release preview. Yep. And we have, and this is kind of the divergence between um, uh, what the, uh, I guess, beta version of uh, Windows 11 will be and, and what will maintain as upgrades and where the rest of us adventurers will go off into the sunset and trying, you know, other stuff that will probably break our systems. And then other than that, we also have a Microsoft Digital Hybrid Work Event, which is coming up on September 9th. I expect this to be mainly just like a recap of all the new teams and all the new Microsoft 365 stuff that's uh, coming out for the um, holiday season and for early next year. So look out for that as well. Yeah, I think that's going to be a pretty cool event. Uh, probably stuff about uh, SharePoint and some, some Azure stuff as well because uh, you know everything's in the cloud when you're digital now. And other than that, we also have a Minecraft Live event coming up on October 16th. Now, I am not the biggest Minecraft fan, but there are people out there. Minehead, or what do they call them? (laughs) That's your name, Minehead1. So maybe maybe I should let you handle this. I have no no idea. I mean, (laughs) the reason what we know about, basically, um, is that uh, it'll be October 16th as, uh, as a live stream. Uh, the event will be on the Minecraft website and on YouTube, uh, and they're promising lots of fun Minecraft-themed activities. So, you know, kind of picture it as uh, a Gamescon just solely on Minecraft, though. Uh, the great thing is there's no RSVPs needed. I don't know how you do that on a digital event, <laughs> uh, which means anyone uh, is free to watch in their own time. And again, it's going to be on YouTube, so don't uh, if you missed the live stream, it'll still be up there to watch later on. Uh, Mojang is promising that the event will be will include in-depth interviews, exciting reveals, and nail-biting uh, and a nail-biting boat. I don't know what the boat is on because I haven't played Minecraft, but uh, I did venture in and play Dungeons for a little bit. That was super fun. 
And I know that they're continually updating that one. So if if the main Minecraft story is anything like that, I'm sure you guys have tons of fun and information about it. If you follow uh, our writing on it, there's also a link to the announcement trailer. So, I mean, you'll probably glean more information from what the trailer has than what I'm explaining right now. Uh, but Minecraft, uh, I mean, Mojang's put together the fun video, which is teasing the event. Uh, they, re- they were calling last year's event, which happened, I believe, October 3rd. So again, for any of you who were there last year, uh, this is becoming a, obviously a yearly thing. So uh, maybe you guys can let us know uh, what happens at these events and maybe we should drop in and at some point in the future do uh, one of those like live, uh, re- like a live recap uh, as yeah. live streams, uh, reaction videos for this. I know what my reaction would be boring because I'm not a Minecraft fan. <laughs> it could be fun. Like, I mean, if you play Dungeons, it's, it's pretty fun. <laughs> if you say so, I'll believe you. I'll get, I'll fire up my Xbox Says tonight man, and play, my, and play Minecraft. I'm sure. I'm sure the Minecraft people will be like, "Fight Simulator." <laughs> uh, and on that note, we got through all of our topics, and uh, we thank you for watching. Um, this has been our 48th episode, and we've now been doing this for one year now. So it's all thanks to you guys, and thanks to everyone that has been watching us. Yeah, and sponsors, get at us. We would love tons of free stuff and money. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Uh, that being said, you can reach uh, me at Mindhead1 on Twitter. Uh, where can people reach you? A back turn. Yeah, and uh, again, for all really breaking news, uh, which as of, re- as of late has been a lot, because Microsoft keeps messing up, uh, you can read all of that uh, on Twitter as well at, on Microsoft, or you can go to our website on Microsoft.com, uh, where we'd love to have you. Uh, Respond in comments and stuff too, as well. We're thinking about expanding this, uh, going into uh, our second year of uh, doing this. We want to, again, we always kind of uh, ask people to be more interactive with us. We want to be more interactive with you guys. So we're thinking about maybe doing uh, a listener uh, Q&A section uh, that we can kind of tack on to the end of this. So if you guys have any questions about any news during the week, uh, we'll see if we can find some place for you guys to ask that and for us to answer it here on this podcast. Yep, everyone. And as always, thanks for watching and see you again soon. Same place, same time. Enjoy your barbecues or your weekends. And for those of you outside of the U.S., enjoy the weekend anyway. (laughs) All right, everyone. Take care.